impact on purpose. Change your home and your dome by following in Jesus' footsteps. I'm your host, VJ Tunkle. Let's get started. is up we're back with impact on purpose and i have a really really special guest today i have emily lewis here from the abundant grace podcast emily how are you i'm great thanks for having me bj it's awesome to have you here. I'm, I'm really excited and we're just gonna jump right in because that's how i do it so emily can you tell us a little bit about your story absolutely i'd love to so i grew up in church i grew up in a christian home but I did not have a personal relationship with God. I believe that I got saved uh, as a teenager because I accepted his atonement. I knew my need. I knew that I was a sinner, that I, I couldn't get to heaven on my own. But relating to God was more like relating to someone I was working for rather than a loving father. So, like, so it reinforced God being a taskmaster rather than someone to love and fall in love with. When I was, well, I guess just a couple of years ago, the pastor that I was under, he was not healthy at all. And he was exposed for who he was. A lot of stuff that makes you go, oh, now I see it. And then a lot of stuff that totally blindsided us, but it created opportunity for me to start asking questions and was kind of a faith crisis. In that asking questions, I was finally able to wrestle with, why do I believe this? I know I, I know I've been handed a lot of truth, but is it mine? I think I've adopted it all because I, I was not a rebel. I was one of those people that towed the line. I, I kept those standards as you know, best I could. I was pretty proud of it. I was a Pharisee and a legalist and proud of it. I was afraid of truth. And I know that sounds crazy, but that's the best way I can describe it. I was afraid of asking questions in case what I believed would fall apart. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah. So we've all been there. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So beginning to ask questions like from really deep theological things to little things, because uh, it impacted like all of, all of our life. Um, especially in that culture that I was raised in. So beginning into that questioning things, God so kindly brought me resources to ground me in the gospel. I remember the first time that I heard, uh, I was just listening to a podcast interview by two authors and the ones they, they were wrapping up the interview and said, so what's next on your, your horizon? And the one said, well, I just can't get enough of the gospel. Every time I think I'm moving past the gospel, uh, God pulls me back into learning about the gospel. And my, my thought was, wow, that's kind of shallow. Like, wow, you don't have any other doctrine. Like you don't. Okay. Well, I, I benefited from it, but she has a lot to learn, but it was the first time that God just allowed that to cross my path. And now that is, that's everything to me. Now I understand that the gospel is for salvation and sanctification. And the gospel is everything and grace is everything. Um, But he brought in 
into my life resources that helped me really understand grace like I hadn't before. And I was able to fall in love with him because I, yes. I tried really hard to love him, but I, then it was natural outpouring of, out of what he had done for me then. Yeah. That's amazing. Yep. I have a friend who always checks me when I start um, leaving the, the core of who Jesus is to talk about things mm-hmm. that are less important. He's like, Nope, doesn't matter. It's not following Jesus is what matters. Everything else we'll, we'll figure it out later. Go back to following Jesus. I won't do his accent because it would not. Mm, Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. He always. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's Mm -hmm, awesome. mm -hmm. What what resources did God, you know, send your way that you found helpful? Mm -hmm. I came across the risen motherhood podcast and they have a book called risen motherhood and it's gospel centered motherhood. Uh, The one that was the most pivotal was pastor Carrie Schmidt's book real Christianity. It just, it began to challenge how I was approaching grace. Like, uh, I think he describes grace as, or how we often approach grace as we think we get to the top of the wall and are like, okay, now we need a little boost over and God will help us get the rest of the way. When in actuality, it's God that does the whole thing. And I need him for absolutely everything. Like I was saying about the gospel, we have to depend on him for everything in our life. If we can't save ourselves, what makes us think we'll be good enough to somehow maintain God's favor, you know? So yeah, Yeah. that was the first one. Yeah, that seems pretty cool. I I feel like we're in, uh, we're on parallel tracks because the first book that really um, kicked my butt in, in the area of, of grace versus legalism was called um, the Christian atheist. And okay. basically, as you can you get by the by the title, what the concept is is that people are living mm. um, the structure of what it might look like to follow God without any of the depth or relationship or I mean literally anything. It's just hollow when you live in legalism and and yeah that that kicked my butt because you know I was I was saved in in high school um, but before that I was not a believer. 